Hey guys, welcome back. This is going to be a very special podcast because today marks our two-year anniversary of having redeemed the encounter. We are so excited. I hope that you guys are as excited as us. And if you're not, we'll get on this train because we're leaving you behind. <laughs> you know, today I'm here with Danny, with Hermana Diane, Hermana Kathy, and my bro, Josue House, whatever you'd like to call him. And today we're going to talk about being uh, too far gone. You know, sometimes we feel like, um, well... We all have felt this way that we are just literally too far gone and there's just no hope, no saving for us. But we must remember that we have one hope, um, which is Jesus. And I, I think that the first thing that I could think of when we were thinking about this uh, topic was Hosea um, and Gomer. I hope I'm saying this right. Mm -hmm. If I'm not, then you guys just forgive my, my bad English. But um, Hosea... Uh, God tells him to marry a prostitute, right? Um, but I, I don't actually want to focus so much on Hosea, but more on Gomer, because we are a figure of Gomer, right? Um, being that we love to go back and back to our sin. And and this girl, I, I feel like at, at one point, she was like, um, you know, like, yaque. how do you say that in English? Like, I feel like there's no expression. I only know how to speak Spanish on this podcast. No, no, like, what more? Like, what yeah. more can I do? Like, that's it. Like, how many times have I left Jose? I imagine this guy being like, okay, it's cool, baby. Come back home. Like, I, I still love you because God tells me to. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then you're like, okay, no, never mind. I'm going to go back into the arms of other men and leave you my kids. Um, th that's incredible. That's insane, right? Um, and at one point, I, I must... I, I tried to put myself in her position, right? Where she must have been like, okay, like this time he's not going to come back for me. This time I, I went too far. Mm -hmm. I, I did enough. Uh, and that's it. He's tired of me. He's not going to come back for me. But uh, the action that Hosea takes, which is incredible, like his obedience to God, honestly, I tip my hat off to him, like incredible. Um, but he goes and he buys back his wife that already belonged to him. Because it was his wife. And I, I always think, like, imagine the embarrassment he must have felt to say, like, oh, this is my wife. Mm -hmm. And her, like, oh, that's so weird. Like, that's awkward, right? But, yeah, uh, in the same way, when we feel like maybe we were too far gone, or maybe we've done this one sin that we hold to, uh, close to our hearts and we love it and we continue to do it time and time again, and God saves us and he rescues us time and time again, and still we go back, we say, okay, no, this time that's it. Like, there's no forgiveness for me. And God comes and he says, oh, you're a slave to them and now I have to buy you back, but you're worth it every single time. And I, I think that's really awesome and it's something that we have to remember. And of course, this doesn't give us the permission to go and, you know, be slaves to whatever we want because, you know, God is gonna come and save us every single time. But no, like when we're genuinely struggling, God will literally chase us down and how undeserving we are that even if we are too far gone, he will always come and fish us out. Um, I also think that when God sees us that we are too far gone, it's like he always sends like the greatest help or like people around us to come and help us. And I've heard an, an example once that really helped me because you have to be really careful when either you are trying to help somebody out when they're too far gone or somebody who's trying to help you when you're way too far gone. Because um, obviously God uses, can you use you or somebody else um, to, you know, guide you and like help you and come back from being far too gone. But you have to use like the tools that he gives you wisely because I'm gonna give you like a example. Like if you are in this pit and you are super, super uh, 
far too gone as you can see as you can say like this person who's gonna come help you obviously you don't want to drag them down nor you nor do you want to be dragged down with them so an example i heard was like if you're trying to help somebody or they're trying to help you like use your equipment so like, let's say one of your equipment is a ladder get down the ladder so they can you know use that ladder to come back up because if you for example try to extend out your arm maybe their burden or the way they're too far gone is way too much for you that they're at some point they're going to drag you along or you're going to drag somebody else along and that's when things get super bad so obviously when we think like god is trying to help you come back from where you're too far gone you think like how is god going to do that but we stop paying attention to who's around us who god sends us who is actually trying to help us come back or if you're somebody who's trying to get somebody to come back you have to be very careful because you as well can get dragged as well oh, uh, example i have is samson mm-hmm. like we all know that he had the gift of the holy spirit that would come upon him he would gain strength and like what that strength was was meant to do was him to protect the israelites right like a one-man army type of thing Mm -hmm. um but like i guess like he got too carried away he got prideful like and it's it's not that that god took away his gifts because the gifts can never be revoked or given taken Taken back because they're yours but to a point is where like okay bro you're using it too much for your benefit so what happens he ends up um getting captured his hair gets cut off um he gets weak and in those weak moments sometimes we think like oh no like i can't get back up like like god doesn't love me anymore oh i've done so much wrong things like and you can see here he didn't need someone to help him what he needed was to go back to god and what happened like and it's crazy he lost his vision because it's like he didn't have the correct vision in the first place so sometimes we have to lose stuff along the way in order to come back like even though like god god is willing to take us back but it's like okay now it's my turn to like come back and like for god to use me like i have to put in like the the 90 percent, so god can at least give me 10 percent back and that's what happened with samson he get he was like okay this is the last chance and now i'm gonna do what you told me to fulfill and at the time that he died he killed more philistines than he did in his whole like lifetime where he was a judge and it's like that's crazy because god still fulfilled his purpose through him and that's what we want we want god to fulfill his purpose through us hopefully we don't get as far as samson did because he's one of like an example to the extreme but we want to get to the point where we're like okay you know what god can use us you know i was gonna say that i love that literally what kathy was saying ties perfectly with what you were saying because samson starts to mingle with people who were not the same as him mm-hmm. and he's thinking like oh it's okay i'm safe i have a this is a pit but i have a ladder yeah mm-hmm. and the ladder was that he was a nazarite right he yeah. was chosen but he let that get to him and to the point where he no longer had a ladder he didn't realize that delilah was cutting a little bit off the ladder yeah. every single time right that they hung out and of course guys there's no actual ladder in the story just to make yeah. it clear <laughs> it's just like a visual thing um but yeah that's in- incredible that what she was saying right like we yeah. have to be careful in what what pits we go to uh help 
right? Yeah. Quote, unquote. Yeah. Because sometimes, yeah, it is our friend that's fallen and they do need help and a ladder would like make all the difference. But sometimes we're trying to help people who are Philistines yeah. and then we get ourselves in trouble and this is where it is. Yeah. He was too far gone. He went from having the glory of God to uh, walking in the, I don't know what it's called in, uh, he was walking... Um, ah, whatever. He was blind and he was... He, was, he turned into a slave. Yeah. Ah, a male. Wow, Danny coming in with the, all the cool words. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he literally, and, and I think that's... He was too far gone. And I think that had he asked God, like, hey, God, like, help me from this. Uh, I'm ready to be good. Yeah. I think God would have done that. Um, yeah. But he asked for something specifically, right? Like, mm-hmm. give me one more, one more, one yeah. more chance. Strength, and that's literally one of the things that this says, right? Like one chance at freedom, yes. and he died, but he died a free man. Yes, and fulfilling the purpose that God had in him. So yes. sometimes it's not really about how uh, we think our end should be, but really that we fulfill the purpose of God. Yes, I think, that, and like fulfilling the purpose of God is something that we don't see, obviously, when we're too far gone. But I think that's when we just like begin to like trust the process, even mm-hmm. when you're like transitioning from going from too far gone into this new path, then I think that's when you start realizing like, okay, maybe um, this is what I needed to learn with what I was going through when I was too far gone. And somebody that I can, I can say that actually went through this was, um, was Paul because when before he was somebody who persecuted Christians, like literally killed them. And in that time, can you imagine like God was just like, it's so crazy to see how how great God's mercy was that he gave him another opportunity after he blinded him and he couldn't see. And at that I think at that point like he could God could have like chosen to like okay, you're done. Like you killed my people. Mm-hmm. Like who who are you to deserve life? But no, he there was a time where um you know there was a light that shined and he got blinded for three days and he didn't eat and all that stuff. But then after there was like this, like this new wave of mercy and he goes from killing Christians to being a leader and guides all those people. So either you can see this example and you probably may feel like, okay, I'm, I'm such a terrible person. But if you like see these examples, they might be a lot more bigger. So our problems, we can see them as big as well, but it's not it's not something to where God is like, oh no, you can't come back to me. Or now, nah, like, you you are way too gone. I'm not gonna um, accept you once again. But just like there's people in the Bible who have gotten a second chance and who we, after even the second chance, we're probably like the million chance of our life already. Yeah. Um, we see like there's a constant, you know, I guess a, a new wave where you get to try once again. You know, I seeing that both of these examples, both Samson and Paul, both had struggled with their vision, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, Paul gets the, um, the the scales in his eyes, right? Like God was like, I or Jesus said, you can't see God. Mm-hmm. So we're going to put these scales. And then when you're ready, they'll come off they you come and off. you'll see a new way, right? Mm-hmm. And Samson, what he did is he had clear vision and he lost it. Yeah. So like literally almost the same example, but backwards. Mm-hmm. And we see that, I, I guess it's better to start off with no vision. Yeah. And to start with vision and then end without. But I feel like the difference in the vision was that Jesus was the one that restored Paul's vision, but Samson's vision was taken away from the enemy. Yeah. And sometimes we're at that point where our vision is taken away from the enemy. And it's like, okay, like oh, yeah. now we're walking in blind and Jesus, like, you're the one who's going to guide me now. You're the staff that's going to lead me. You're the light that is gonna guide me because at that point samson like what happened he had to pay the consequence of not following his the promise that his parents made to god his calling and with 
with Paul, you can see, like, he thought he was doing something great for God because he was a Jew. He was like, oh, yeah, God all the way, you know? Yeah. Like, he thought Christians were the ones doing wrong. But is at that point, God was like, okay, you think you're doing something right, but let's let's tweak it a little bit. Like, don't be killing people anymore, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. Because he was a very intelligent man who yeah. knew the word of God and loved it. But, yeah, he had to. We're not always right. Yeah. Our uh, visions He needed to be corrected. It's human. Yes. And we need to have the eyes of the Lord. <sighs> it's yeah, difficult. Um, Sorry. Was, no, you're good. <laughs> I was just waiting for you to, like, finish sighing. But anyways, so. <laughs> Thank you, Josue. <laughs> <laughs> Such a gentleman. So, <laughs> what I wanted to talk about was uh, Jacob, right? So, like, Jacob was, like, one of the most prime, like, menace, like, to society, like, men. Because, dude, literally... <laughs> He, he himself, like, he deceived his father, right? And he was, like, he stole the, his blessing from, his stole brother. the blessing of his brother, Esau, right? And so for so long, like, once he stole this blessing, like, was it he ran away, like, and he didn't want nothing to deal with his family, with his brothers or anything like that. Well, his brother, excuse me. Um, and he believed for so many, for such a long time that Esau was going to come and hunt him down because, yeah, he literally stole his blessing. So, yeah. like, I'm not going to say who wouldn't, but in this case... He would. Um, and what I think is so important, how you mentioned about um, having faithfulness in, in the Lord, is the fact how Jacob himself had faithfulness in the Lord, right? He prayed to God. He was just like, Lord, let it let, let not be at the hands of like Esau so he won't kill me, right? So instead, he offered gifts and everything like that. He offered gifts to Esau, like offer cattle and a bunch of crops and etc. right? And I think it's super important because without faithfulness and without the Lord, like, obviously answering to us like was it like we ourselves can't be able to like what Kat said in the beginning like we can't we ourselves cannot use our resources around us and be able to open our eyes and say what's available to us and how we can climb out of this hole and how we're in this case far too gone far too deep um in that rabbit hole right and i just think it's super important as well because in this example with um with jacob and Esau, like was it like he had so much faith he believed that like was he believed in god he's like you know what like was it like i'll leave everything at the hands of the lord and Everything will be fine. And what I think is super beautiful is that the both Esau and Jacob actually rejoiced. Um, and then he was like, it's fine. I forgive you for everything, for what you did and everything like that. And I just think it's super awesome. And I think that all of the all of these examples, we see that it wasn't just like an easy, quick fix. Like, mm -hmm. you know, that because all of their actions had consequences, mm -hmm. uh, of course. And I think Jacob, he suffered a lot. Like, mm -hmm. um, he mm -hmm. was a liar. What caused him yeah. to leave the house of, of his father was mm -hmm. that he lied. Uh, I mean, the birthright, he got uh, the firstborn, right, I guess. Yeah. Um, he birthright. got evenly. But stealing the blessing was because mm -hmm. of his mom giving him a, a bad, bad advice, right? But mm -hmm. he still went with it. Like, I don't know, someone gives you bad advice and you say, no, good things right mm -hmm. um but yeah the point is that all of these people had like they made a wrong decision and god helped them but they still had to go through with their consequences course, yeah. and i think like one of the big ones that we can see and i feel like uh we always mention this but it's like david when he took Bathsheba as his wife right mm. um he honestly i think he genuinely was blind like samson and saul to his sin like he thought he was yeah. doing what was right although what he did was terrible and Literally anyone with mm -hmm. clear vision can see that. But a, a prophet had to come, and you guys know the story. Like, I feel like I don't have to tell it to you guys mm -hmm. again, right? But he had to give him an example. And David got so pissed that he was like, you know, that man deserves to die for stealing that one sheep that belonged to the man. <laughs> but he only had one. And when Nathan tells him, like, hey, that's you, he's like, oh, right? Like, it's almost like he had these scales on his yeah. eyes or he was blind and going through the mill, right? Mm -hmm. And what happens? Um, God touches his heart, right? And, and, um, 
he tells him, like, yeah, I'm going to have mercy on you, but still, um, you sinned in secret, and I will embarrass you in public. Yeah. And right, and his firstborn also died. And mm -hmm. his son, uh, honestly, the, the sword will not depart from his house. I think that was mm -hmm. another yeah. one, right? Yeah. And uh, he suffered a lot of death. Uh, with his children, uh, one of his sons raped his daughter. Mm -hmm. um, his, his son with Bathsheba uh, died. Mm -hmm. um, but still, through all of this, God, uh, David, no God, David uh, trusted God, God. full-heartedly, right? Mm -hmm. And he was never too far gone. He accepted God's punishment. And I think that's what, one thing we have to learn how to do is be graceful to receive the punishment that we deserve because sometimes we act bad and we expect just like, no eso, you know, like, yeah. don't do that. Like a little slap on the hand. But yeah. no, even whatever God um, deems uh, necessary as our punishment, we should accept with our head down and say, okay, yeah, because at least God's mercy is still with me because at yeah. least I can still hear his voice. And I feel like with God, consequences aren't as bad as if you receive them in the world. Yeah. Because, oh, because <laughs> well, even, death, yeah, right? like exactly. Death. Like how we can see Paul... Um, and Silas, like when they got arrested, they were like, they were, he was constantly getting arrested. Yeah. That man, like, and it was to show, yeah, it was to show like, okay, you killed a lot of uh, my people. So here, here you go. Now you're going to suffer. And he, he had like a, a thorn on his side too. Like he had people like around him saying stuff to him. Like us, I think. I think a snake bit him too, right? Yes, yes a, sna a snake bit him too. Like a bunch of things was happening to Paul. Also with Jacob, like he had to go through his walk in stages. Like imagine, yeah. he thought, yes, I got the birthright. Isaac blessed me and I'm mm -hmm. gonna live my life all willy-nilly, you know? Mm -hmm. But Laban kept tricking him. Yeah. Like- um, 14 years. Yes, That's insane. 14 years also with his, um, with his um, cattle, with his sheep, with mm -hmm. everything he got, Laban would take away like more than half than he needed. And he was like, bro, like when is it gonna be my time? And also like when he struggled with um, with the angel, what happened? Mm -hmm. He had to get knocked out. Get like, yeah, like exactly. And it's like, like we mm -hmm. have to um, withstand all the consequences that we, we deserve mm -hmm. because we do deserve. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, oh, my life is going bad and I'm such a good person. It's like, no, we have to realize, be self-aware. Like, yeah, we're bad people, but God still loves us and we still have to go through these consequences. And dude, and even that, you're not too far gone. Yes. If God is giving you a consequence, the Bible says that uh, the child who is corrected is the one who is loved. Mm -hmm. So if you're being corrected, okay, glory to God mm -hmm. already because you're still not too far gone. Like there's yes. no such thing yet. Sorry, can I go for it? No. I interrupted her. It's okay. Like, all of this just proves that God is our only and our one and only hope, really, because mm -hmm. um, all these, all, like, all these, like, uh, circumstances and I guess you could say, like, punishments that, that all these people go through, it's almost like, like, okay, like, you know what you did, ahora aguantate, you know? Yeah. And during that time, you can really dwell on what your consequence is, but really you should think, what am I going to learn after this? Who am I going to be after this? Yes. And something beautiful that I've learned of, like, what hope is, is to wait. And that waiting period means that you grow your faith and that you just start to see, like, okay, I know what I did before, I'm not going to go back to that. So, once again, if you are that person who is, like, far too deep, okay, let that process just happen and have your hope 
still. Or if you're somebody coming out of that process, then just look back and don't dwell on the past, of course, because yeah. you don't want to do that. But always like remember where God took you out of and, you know, not to go back to mm-hmm. that and just like look forward, but always have that sense of hope. And since you already went through a process like that, you know, in the future what to do and, you know, just have your eyes set on God all the time. Dude, and it's awesome that you say, like, um, be weight. Because even when you're going through your punishment, like, you feel like, you know, uh, I was thinking forgiveness is easy uh, for the person who makes, who does the wrong, right? Yeah. But for the person who receives the wrong, it's a lot harder always, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. we tend to forget, like, what we do to other people. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes people remind me of something. I'm like, oh, dude, I did that. Like, I don't even mm-hmm. remember. <laughs> like, it's just like my mind like, decides to forget <laughs> it, you know? But the things that people have done to me, ask me, I have a list, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, it's easy to remember yeah. what people have done to you. But it, like what you were saying, I, I love that. Like, it's, it's hard to wait. But when you're waiting, don't think you're waiting in like a really like nice like waiting room with AC and you know yeah. just chilling like a villain. Yeah. Definitely like a villain, but you ain't chilling. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. maybe you're in the in the heat of the sun, um, going through difficult times. But God is saying like, hey, this is this is what you gotta do. Yeah. Now wait on me. Mm-hmm. Have faith that I'm here with you and that I'm gonna help you through it. And honestly, I think that's the hardest part. Maybe like um, getting your punishment, not so much, but like getting through your punishment mm-hmm. like the time of, of test right the That's time the of part. i wasn't too far gone but my way back it was a little rough yeah you know i was gonna say i was i was hearing everybody as i guess speaking <laughs> and you know who reminds me of of being too far gone eli's sons okay. and uh uh because god tells eli tell your son something correct them mm-hmm. you know <clears throat> until god gets so tired Mm-hmm. That he ends up um, cursing his whole household because he does go up to his kids and he tells them, you know, a little, a little, a little, like a little, like, a, hey, you stop doing what you're doing wrong. You know, like a little slap in the hand. And it's so crazy that that uh, that Eli just doesn't doesn't act upon to what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. And what ends up uh, doing, uh, happening was Eli ends up dying alongside his kids mm-hmm. because of the of the disrespect of the lack of respect they had towards god's offerings and towards god things so like it's crazy how you guys how you guys explain like oh it's too far gone but in reality there's no such thing in christ right there's no such thing because mm-hmm. through christ everything can be you know be brought back to life everything can be brought back to if, if you, even if you guys read the bible there's so many times that god says something for example there's a story of uh, uh there's a story in the Bible that says that he goes up to a tree, a fig tree, and <clears throat> and the fig tree is not giving any fruit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a fig tree, but it's not the same one that you're going to say, right? And Just listen to what I'm saying. Because he goes up and he goes, cut this tree, cut it out, and burn it. And then the, the guy that's taking care of the tree say, no, 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 let's not cut it yet. Instead, let me put some manure around it. And let me let me make it grow some fruit. So, God Himself said something, but yet somebody can always un- interfere. So the Father can always give you uh, his his you know his judgment, but we always excuse me we always have Jesus to come in between the judgment and the fact that we think mm-hmm. excuse me that we're too far too uh, far too gone you know was it too far gone yeah too far gone and it's i love i love talking about that because you see it in so many ways right you see it even uh yes i don't know if you guys talked about jo- uh, jonah uh, no, himself yet. uh but even even himself uh, jonah like jesus not jesus but god himself like he told him serve me 
do this, do that. And he, dude, honestly, I think that's crazy that mm-hmm. he blatantly said no. Mm-hmm. And he goes the other way. I, I wouldn't even say no to my dad. And mm-hmm. imagine him to God. Mm-hmm. Like, he blatantly says, no, I don't want to do that. He didn't serve to all die. And then even after he sees the change. So there's two, there's two ways you can see it, right? There's two ways because Jonah was too far gone. Yeah. And the people that he thought they were too far gone weren't too far gone. Because he got brought um, Nineveh back closer yeah. to him, and who got lost? Jonah mm-hmm. ended up ended up getting cut off in that in that in this book. So mm-hmm. let's look. I, I think I think my comment for what I want to know what, for what I want to tell you guys is number one: there's no such thing as too far gone for God. Number one, I think God is the one that decides that. And number two, I think it's important that we we are not telling people who and who isn't too far gone. For example, sometimes we have that lack of thing like. Hey, remember Kat? Nah, bro. She's too far gone. Or, hey, remember Danny? Nah, bro. You don't even know what she's doing. Then we started looking like Jonah. That's not the point. The Mm -hmm. point is for you to go and do what God asks you to do. Preach the word of God so maybe you can be saved through them. Mm -hmm. Right? Dude, Danny, honestly, what you're saying is incredible. I was listening to Apostle um, Sergio. And, of course, guys, I don't have his revelation and like I'm gonna say it in a way that maybe is, is not as good as he did. I definitely recommend it. But he was talking about salvation. He was saying like is salvation irrevocable. And he was talking about how salvation is we tend to think of it as one, but there's a salvation for the body, there's a salvation for the spirit, and there's a salvation for the soul. Mm. And he was saying, Did you hear it? Because you just went, mm. Oh no. No, that was you. Oh, that was you. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, my hearing's bad. All right. Um, but he was saying, like, to save yourself uh, your soul. Uh, what you have to do is judge others with mercy because mm-hmm. in that same way you'll be judged. And um, Raquel shared a verse with me not too long ago, Matthew 7, 2, for you will be treated as you treat others. The standard you use in judging is the standard by which you will be judged. So maybe saying somebody's too far gone, like, oh, no, there should be no mercy for him is going to be one day the way we're judged. Mm-hmm. And I think that's incredible. Like, Danny has a, an excellent point. Um, let us not be so hard on others. Instead, let us be kind with others, always yes. extending our uh, our hands um, and extending help whenever we can in order to bring them back because, hey, we too have been at one mm-hmm. point too far gone. Mm-hmm. And Like, remember God where God took, took you, you out from, yeah. like, the struggles that you had, what if someone else is dealing with them and you're like... But we tend to think of yeah. only our condition now, yeah. right? Not from where God took us out of. So, yeah, I, I think that's beautiful, Danny. Like, we can never be too far gone unless we are declaring other people too far gone. And like cra- Jonah. The crazy part is that you might be the one. You might be the one that feels close by. Yeah, wow. But you're the one that is in more danger than the people. Because you guys remember, what, what was the bad thing with Nineveh? They were blatantly sinning against God. Yes. And if I'm not wrong, just correct me if I'm wrong, because I think I, it's been a while since I've read uh, the, yeah. the story of Jonah. But if I'm not wrong, they even made... They're animals, fast. It's, yeah. It's yeah, they made animals. everyone, right? everyone so, so like, imagine, so from imagine, a child to their right? Every, cattle, so, everything. The whole, the, the whole city was in unity, right? Yeah. Because they knew that there was going to come judgment on their life. Yeah. And yet they found grace and then found mercy. And then to the one that brought that mercy didn't find that same mercy anymore. Yeah. Danny, and it reminds me of what Paul said. You know, like, let us all run the race, like, steady. But be careful, like, not to stay behind. Like, I, I'm careful for myself that I don't fall asleep, rules, yeah. the one that taught you guys. I, I am paraphrasing. Uh, I wish I would have pulled up the... But he said, you know, like, let it not be me that I have to be careful, too, because if I fall asleep and I taught you guys, like, imagine that, right? Yeah. Like, double loss. Yeah. I was going to, because it's so crazy that we have to watch out how and what we call too far gone. And I think the only person that can judge that 
is God himself, guys. And and that's why it's not even it's not even it's not even good for you guys to say it to yourselves either. Uh-huh. Like, oh, you know, for example, if you guys decide to call somebody as in a church, hey guys, I'm too far gone. Don't say that to yourself because you're not. Mm-hmm, <laughs> Trust yeah. me, you are not. I have heard and I have seen things that you guys would be in awe and I've been in awe. And I'm like, yeah. look at them now. Yeah. Yeah. I look at them now. And and the people that thought they were super Christian and they thought they were super close to God, now I'm like, look at them now. They're yeah. not as they're not as close as they thought they were. Yeah. And I always I always tell people, don't say anybody's too far gone. Actually, yeah. in the contrary, be careful that you're not falling through the same thing. Yeah. Another another thing that it's crazy, um, that just just we can kind of like tie down that how Jesus actually is the one that decides. For example, in, in Genesis 49, uh, Jacob comes down and he's blessing his 12 children, right? Yeah. And as you guys know, that ends up being the, the his children and the tribes, right, of yeah. Israel, right? And it's crazy because he goes towards everything, everyone, right? And Judah, you guys know that um, uh, he blesses him. He says, every of your brothers will praise you. And, you know, he's just giving some amazing things, right? And like he has, he's prophesying. Yeah, over he's, him. like, prophesying yeah. over him. But it was more like a blessing slash prophecy, right? Yeah. And his last son, he comes up and he says on Genesis 49, 27, he says, Benjamin, you're a ravenous wolf. In the morning, devouring the prey, and at evening, dividing the spoil. So, just there, we don't know if it's a half a blessing or half a curse, right? Because yeah. that's ridiculous, right? How would you say that to your son? Yeah. Especially your youngest son, right? Mm-hmm. We don't understand why, but he says that, right? And as you guys know, uh, as, you, as you guys understand, uh, Saul yeah. was a Benjamite. And if you guys know Saul, what was he doing? Killing, taking what was not his. He was literally being what exactly Jacob was prophesying over his life. Mm-hmm. It literally, whatever, whatever, whatever uh, Jacob said that ben, the Benjamin, the Benjamites would do, that's what he was doing. Saul was trying to kill David. He was, you know, being being. He wasn't he, listening to like his right? leader. He he was everything. Yeah. You shouldn't be right. Yeah. And then from that Saul, from that from that Saul, careful, guys, don't drop any more hydro flask. Um, <laughs> Uh, from, from that from that Saul, another Saul comes, and another Benjamite that was was Saul from Tyres from from Tyres, which is Paul. Mm-hmm. And if you guys notice, what was Paul doing? Killing Christians, putting Christians into jail. And then when Jesus comes into him, when Jesus shows up to him, the whole bloodline of the Benjamites changes with the Paul with Paul, with Jesus and Paul. So that, that's what I'm saying. His bloodline was meant to be a ravenous wolf, people that kill, people that take, people that did. And when Jesus came, he told them, you're not too far gone. Mm-hmm. Let me give you back what you did. And when he gives them, I love that. I know you guys said this, but it's crazy how we can apply it to this as well. His scales fell. Like almost saying what my vision was supposed to be will no longer be. And now I have Jesus. And that's the way of Jesus saying, I don't care. Uh, not I don't care, but I don't, I don't care what your family tree brings. I will make the cut and I will, well, like we said last podcast, revindicate you and I will tell you how too far gone or not too far gone. And then if you guys notice, he he, he applies it to all uh, tribes, but I love the one that he does to Benjamin because he almost, he almost, the one that got the end of the stick, he says, now I will bless you. And then if you guys notice, Paul was somebody that's super honored. He has, if I think, like 14 epistles out of mm-hmm. the 27 epistles. Nobody else has so many epistles in the Bible. Uh, he's the only one that has so many. He has like, what, like 70% of the, of the Bible, or like 60% of the Bible. And, and, and he thought he was too far gone. He thought, just like you were saying, right? Just like you were saying. And I just wanted to end with that. And um, 
you know, we, we come to the end of the podcast. I know they didn't talk too much, but I, I think I think it was good that they didn't speak too much because I feel like I speak too much sometimes. <laughs> but guys, uh, thank you guys for listening, uh, hearing us out, and see you guys next week. Remember, every Wednesday at 4 p.m., uh, we'll be coming out with a new podcast. And also follow us, you know, rate us. And honestly, thank you guys for listening to us. Honestly, because, well, I think we want to thank God as well for giving us this opportunity as well. So, glory to God and everything we do shall be to Him. And uh, God bless you guys. I'll see you guys next week. Take care.